When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Two big returns for WWE, a secondary belt for AEW, and who is Roman Reigns calling out? Right in your backyard. You know what I mean? You ain't got to go far. For Wednesday, February the 12th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. WrestleMania just got much more interesting. John Cena will be on Friday Night SmackDown February 28th. Once he got to say, we cannot wait to find out. In Boston area, I would get your tickets right now. I have a feeling that they're going to go real quick. Announced on WWE Backstage last night, John Cena will be making his return to the WWE in the next couple of weeks. He will be on Friday Night SmackDown on Fox on the 28th of February. That's the day after WWE Super Showdown. Now, it would suggest that this is where we begin our road to WrestleMania for one Jonathan Cena. He has said on multiple occasions that he is very much up for doing something meaty at WrestleMania itself, as opposed to a cameo appearance like he made last year. He has said that he'd like to do something a little bit more this time round. Uh, plus, he's dropped a lot of hints about the fact that WrestleMania is in his back garden, technically, and he's got time off around WrestleMania as well. He's really dropping the hints that he wants to do something big at WrestleMania. And we reckon that once Super Showdown is out of the way, that is where we start to really kick in the gears for John Cena to get a WrestleMania program in order. This will actually be the first time that John Cena has been on television for the WWE since I, this, this blew my mind. And it's true. July the 22nd last year, him and the Usos were in a rap battle. That's ridiculous. His last match for WWE was January the 19th, 2019. He was in a triple threat with Finn Balor and Drew McIntyre. He just, he stepped away so much from WWE in, in, in the last year or so. I think this last year just gone was the first time that John Cena hasn't competed in a WWE pay-per-view for a full calendar year since, since his debut. So we're going back to like... Since like 2002 or something ridiculous like that. It's been a long, long time since that happened. Uh, he's very much reduced appearances on WWE TV since 2018. His acting career is going all right. I don't know whether you've noticed. Blockers, Bumblebee. He's in the ninth Fast and Furious film. The ninth. There's just so many. Uh, however, he has said in a previous interview, and we talked about this on the podcast recently, there is a break in production 
for Fast and the Furious, which just so happens to con- to, to occur around WrestleMania time, which is convenient. So February 28th, SmackDown from the Boston Gardens, from Boston, Massachusetts, from the TD Gardens, rather. That's where we'll see John Cena. That's where we'll get an idea of what WrestleMania holds in store for John Cena, I reckon. I'm a human. You all are human. And we have the God-given right to live life the way we choose and be who we want to be. Turn on the horizon could be for WWE's own Jeff Hardy, who hasn't been on WWE TV for quite a while now. So uh, he got injured at the early part of 2019. And of course, he's been through uh, a lot of legal issues as well as a result of a DWI. Uh, We understand after nearly a year off, Jeff Hardy, this comes from PW Insider, is set to be at the Performance Center next week to have his progress towards a WWE in-ring return checked on. That comes, as I say, from Pro Wrestling Insider. Uh, Jeff Hardy has been a miss on television. He's one of those guys that will always light it up when he's in the right frame of mind. And I, for one, am excited for him to come back and be in a great place mentally. I think that's the the most important thing. Physically and mentally, Jeff Hardy in a good place is a a great thing for wrestling. Uh, But will we see a Hardy Boys reunion before that, before time? Will we see a Hardy Boys reunion in WWE? Uh, It's probably not going to happen by the looks of things. Matt Hardy has a couple of weeks left on his WWE contract. He tweeted goodbye after the storyline angle that saw him get a concerto from Edge on Raw on Monday. So he's written off TV for, for now until the end of his contract. So it's looking ever more likely that Matt Hardy will turn up in AEW. But a lot of little teases back and forth about Matt Hardy going to All Elite Wrestling. In fact, following his tweet that just said goodbye, Evil Uno from the Dark Order tweeted out, you say goodbye, I say hello. Oh, you bunch of teases. Uh, be that as it may, I don't expect a Hardy Boys reunion in WWE. I've been wrong before. I've been very wrong before, uh, but Jeff Hardy is coming back. And because of his lengthy absence from WWE, they are uh, increasing his contract so he can work all the time that he missed, basically. So he won't be leaving at the same time as Matt. Uh, He'll be back presumably for another year. And then, hey, he may end up having the role of his career and he may end up staying on even longer. We will see. But he's expected to be at the Performance Center next week to get an evaluation. And then when we know more about it, you will know more about it too. Cody Rhodes was chatting on Wrestling Observer Radio this week. He was talking about two hot points for AEW at the moment, that being the secondary show and a secondary title. It was announced at the start of the year that AEW have not only had a contract extension with TNT, but TNT have asked for a second AEW wrestling show. And with discussion on what that's going to be, a lot of people kind of thought, well, the the option is it's, it's surely going to be AEW Dark, which is their YouTube show right now. Surely putting that onto TV makes the most sense. Cody talked about this and said, I don't think it will be like Dark. I think it's going to be its own animal. And we would want that. We would want to test ourselves. Possibly a very different style of program to Dynamite 
from AEW. We will wait and see. Also, uh, Cody was asked about a secondary AEW title. Obviously, there's been lots of rumor and innuendo about mid-card title, about a trio's tag team title. Lots of talk on adding another belt to All Elite Wrestling. And Cody has said, I think we have an idea that's different from anything that's been done. And I would just hope that everyone remains patient. I'm not saying there's a mid-card title, because if I was to say that, Nick Jackson would super kick my skull clean off my head. We're moving slow. It's something that the EVPs, we all have to agree on. But there is a really great idea in gestation. We will see. The Wells Fargo Center is locally advertising WWE's Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, which is on the road to WrestleMania. And they've announced some of the participants for the Elimination Chamber as well. Uh, If you check on uh, the Wells Fargo Center's Twitter account, you will see that the headline match announced by them is the aforementioned Elimination Chamber featuring Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura, King Corbin, and Robert Roode. The winner of the match facing the Universal Champion at WrestleMania. Now, this hasn't been made official by WWE yet. This is something that the Wells Fargo Center are advertising locally. Normally, though, when the arenas announce uh, a match like this, it normally ends up going that way. It's obviously cards subject to change, but last year we had the arena announcement before the WWE announcement of Seth Rollins and The Fiend's Hell in a Cell match. And we had the arena announcement of the tag team TLC match uh, at TLC at the end of the year as well. We had that announced long before it was announced on WWE television. So there is previous, uh, but card is always subject to change. We will see how this shapes up. Uh, Yeah, Elimination Chamber on the road to WrestleMania. It's a really busy road to WrestleMania this particular year, isn't it? Feels like there's a lot of shows between the Rumble and WrestleMania. I haven't heard anything about a a roadblock pay-per-view, which is another one they quite like doing every so often, or a fast lane. None of those. I think to have Super Showdown, and Elimination Chamber, and NXT TakeOver Portland. I think that's enough. I don't think we need any more shows between now and Mania. UFC's John Jones was talking to Sports Illustrated about numerous things and plans going forward for his career, and he believes that a WWE run is inevitable. Those are his exact words. John Jones says, I've always respected WWE. I feel like the sports can be so similar. I have the size and athleticism and the following to transition over really well. To get the opportunity to just show up, even as a special guest, would be a dream come true. John Jones is very much hot hot property in the UFC at the moment. Top of his game at the moment as the reigning light heavyweight champion. Number one on the pound-for-pound rankings as well. I can imagine WWE would be intrigued by somebody like a John Jones. Lance Archer tweeted out about his next move following his departure from New Japan Pro Wrestling. See what you could read into this. Uh, Lance Archer tweeted, No matter where I end up, NXT, I'll remain the king of sports entertainment wrestling world while making an all-elite choice. I'll absolutely make an impact, but do it with honor in a ring of one of the major league wrestling promotions from the USA to Japan and all over the world. Lance Archer for WCPW confirmed then. PW Insider have given us the reason why Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley 
are booked together for WrestleMania this year. I'm a real big fan of this particular storyline, having Charlotte Flair get called out by Rhea Ripley. Uh, to have a WrestleMania match for the NXT Championship. Now, the whole theory is as to why Charlotte is challenging for the NXT title this year, as opposed to uh, the Raw or the SmackDown one, is that WWE wants to give the NXT ratings a bit of a kick up the backside. Uh, This is uh, partly as a result of the ratings in January. So when they came back from Christmas break, AEW really hit the ground running. They had live shows from New Year's Day onwards, whereas NXT was pre-recorded for an extra week and it really, really caught them off guard. And as a result, they've been trailing all year ever since. And there is a concern that they don't want to spend the entire year trailing AEW. So putting Charlotte on NXT on the road to WrestleMania, they're hoping will bring more eyes over to the NXT product. So expect Charlotte to to appear more and more uh, in the run-up to WrestleMania. In fact, there is a lot of talk that she will be at NXT TakeOver Portland this Sunday, presumably as a guest in the crowd that will lead to some kind of angle between her and Rhea Ripley or Bianca Belair, both of which are fighting for the NXT Women's Championship on the night. Cedric Alexander could really do with a Hail Mary at this point. Uh, Dave Meltzer on the Wrestling Observer radio show uh, announced that uh, WWE currently have no plans for Cedric. He's a talented guy, says Dave, but his number is just not being called. He seems to have been sort of in limbo for quite a while. There was a point where they were getting behind him, but then WWE seemed to get cold feet on the whole Cedric Alexander thing which consequently meant that he's just sort of drifted into the mid-card. Whether we see more of Cedric, we will see. MVP, however, we will be seeing more of. He looks like he's preparing for a full-time role backstage within the WWE. This comes from PW Insider, who say there's been a lot of talk over the past few weeks of Montel Montavious Porter becoming a backstage producer for WWE. He's open to be working backstage for the company, so expect something to be made official in the next couple of weeks. I enjoyed the VIP lounge on Monday Night Raw. I thought that was great fun. And I think that he's got a lot to offer as a producer backstage. Our history goes way back. We have a very long lineage of pro wrestlers in our family. We have mentors and we have people to look up to in our family. That same template is happening here and I'm super grateful for it. And finally, they made the announcement this week that WrestleMania 37 will come from California. WrestleMania Hollywood is going to be a thing. Already we have wrestlers sort of staking their claim for what they want to do at WrestleMania 37. The Miz put out a thing on Instagram, a a mocked-up Entertainment Weekly-style front page with the caption, if I don't headline this show, I quit. So, bold statement by The Miz, possibly an even bolder statement by Roman Reigns when he was asked who he would like to face at WrestleMania 37. I said it earlier, man. If there there is a stadium to hold, hey, DJ... Check it out. Not bad, right? I mean, I, I you know, what is it? I mean, everyone's always, you know, dream matching me and him. First of all, we're family, so it's all love. But if there was going to be an event for him to compete in, to perform in, uh, a venue to hold that mass scale uh, of attention that he's going to bring, it's right here in your backyard. You know what I mean? You ain't got to go far. I think I'm ready to see Roman versus Rock. Give it. Give us a year to ponder it, to build to it. 
I think there's a thing there. I'm down with that. That'll do it for your Cultaholic Wrestling news for Wednesday. Check out the Cultaholic podcast feed a bit later on today for a brand new episode of Desert Island Graps. I am chatting to the only wrestler with cerebral palsy, the brilliant Gregory Iron, and he talks about his life and times. He talks about how he got on in the industry, and he talks about this incredible bromance he has with Stone Cold Steve Austin. This past week, uh, they, they, they called, and uh, I wasn't going to pick up because uh, I'm just going to, like, I'll see what the voicemail is, right? And Ricky Shane Page is my roommate, and so he's just like, pick up the phone. And I was like, no, I'm, not, I'm just going to leave a voicemail. And he's just like, he's like, what if it's something important? I'm like, oh, no, what if it is something important? And then, of course, I pick up the phone. He goes, iron, you dumb bastard. Why'd you pick up the phone? We're going to leave you a voicemail. And I was like, oh, I can hang up. He's like, no, don't hang up now. Just, you know, now we're going to talk to you, you piece of garbage. And so, like, they just, he just starts berating me. And then uh, he said, uh, he said something to the effect of, uh, you know, I don't know why, though. I like you for some reason. I said, Steve, I like you, too. And I miss your, I miss your sight. I miss your smell. I miss your taste. And he said, stop talking like that. There's other people in the room. I got David R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, like David R. Kelly in the background, who I've, I've only met briefly once, but he's just like, love you, Greg. I've heard so many great things about you. Can't wait to get to know you better. And I'm just thinking to myself, what is life? This is stupid. <laughs> Gregory Iron on the Cultaholic podcast feed later on for a brand new episode of Gregory Iron on Desert Island Graps later on today here on the Cultaholic podcast feed. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.